for the Athletic Podcast Network. This is the update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to the great Kate Scott, morning radio host for 95.7 The Game's Morning Roast. You can also hear her tonight on the Warrior broadcast on 95.7 The Game. The first ever all-women's broadcast team as the Warriors take on the new upstart Chicago Bulls who are active at the trade deadline. We're going to talk to Kate about the Warriors. We'll talk to her about the broadcast tonight. We'll talk a little Women's Empowerment Month and what it means to take on this role and to try to inspire young people, boys and girls around the Bay Area to do what it is that she does. Kate is one of the best in the business. We're thrilled to have her on the update today. Thrilled to welcome her back to the podcast that she started. All things we can talk about with Kate Scott, who joins me next. It's Monday, March 29th. It's my pleasure to welcome back to the update. You know her as the former host, the first host of the update. You also hear her on 95.7 The Game's Morning Roast. You see her on NBC Sports, calling hockey, Pac-12, calling all sorts of stuff. You've heard her on 49er pregame. Kate, what else can I say? The great Kate Scott. How are you, Kate? Welcome back. <laughs> oh, Copes, I'm doing so good. I'm so glad that you were just crushing it here on the update and at KNBR. It's just great to catch up with you, man. Thanks for having me today. Oh, it's so fun to have you, and I'm so glad that we're having you in, in like great circumstances. We get to talk about a game that you're calling tonight. And I guess I want to open this up, A, with a, a congratulations that you're calling this, uh, the Warriors game tonight on 95.7, the game, you, Mary Murphy, and I think you've also got, um, who else is with you doing the game tonight? Kareth Burke, who, who I'm sure a lot of folks know from doing Warriors uh, reporting the last number of seasons, is going to be doing the pre and the halftime and the post, so the reporting stuff for the broadcast. And I think I was told, sort of behind the scenes, I think Tanika Smothers, our executive producer here at The Athletic, is going to be on the broadcast as yes. well, right? She's engineering? Yes. Indeed, indeed. It's going to be a KNBR morning show reunion for me and T, as I call her. And there may be a, at least one other surprise guest. So be sure to tune in tonight, Warriors fans. Another Bay Area, maybe just a fantastic female hooper that has gone big time might be stopping by the broadcast, too. So really looking forward to it. This is fantastic news, but it's funny. We've been doing a lot of stuff for Women's Empowerment Month, and we talked to Renelle Brooks-Moon, of course, of the Giants last week. And a lot of our conversation was based around sort of the last year, how sports have gone, how we've handled the social elements of sports and the, the social anxiety really that's happened in the country. But a lot of what we talked about, and it's sort of in historical context, was about the firsts for people. And we keep, you know, hammering on these. You're, you'll be the first all-female broadcast team, all-women broadcast team, I should say, to call a Warrior game on the radio. I'm getting tired of saying this is the first time in 2021 for all of this crap, Kate. Where are you on this stuff? It's a great <laughs> honor, but also, like, let's get over this. Let's get past this and get this rolling, huh? Well, exactly. I mean, you're preaching to the choir, Adam, and I'm sure most of the people listening are saying, yeah, hell yeah, Adam, exactly. And we all feel that way too, right? Mary feels that way, Kira feels that way, and I know for a lot of folks, we wish that we didn't have to do these all-women broadcasts to bring attention to the fact that, hey, y'all, all of us are already doing this. We've been doing this for a long time. But I understand, because the first one I was a part of was the NHL broadcast that was all-women, not just on camera, but everybody in the truck, the producers, the directors, the graphics, all the camera operators, it was awesome. And the reason that they did that, because at first I was pushing back, I kind of told them, I don't know if I want to be a part of this. It kind of feels like a stunt. Mm. And the big bosses at NBC said, we totally understand that. And we so respect your honesty, but here's why we need to do it. Because y'all do do this all the time, but so few people realize that. This is just our one game to shine the light, to show young girls what's possible, to show men and young boys 
that y'all are already doing this to get over the stereotypes that some people might hold. So that was why I agreed to do that last year, because I realized, okay, it's not about me. It's really about everybody else, hopefully getting Adam to where you and I, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners are. So yeah, hopefully this will be kind of the first and only time we have to do this, because what all of us are hoping tonight is that folks tune in and say, they're not just good female or women broadcasters, right? Wow, they're just great broadcasters. So that the next time it can be JB or Tom is sick. So it's Tim Roy and Mary Murphy calling a game and nobody blinks an eye. You know, Tim gets a flat tire and Kevin Dana can't make it in. And and there I am calling a game with Tom. So hopefully this is kind of, at least for me, I'm hoping that these things are just one-offs for a couple of more years to really help the, the groundswell of people who are starting to support not just women playing sports, but women broadcasting sports like me. And I'm hoping that this will be a thing of the past very soon. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. I just finished a book uh, by Emmanuel Acho. It's a great book. I'd recommend to everybody. Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. And he's got a YouTube series uh, by the same title. And he talks about that with the first that we're hitting with all these milestones for people of color and for women and and whatever the non-white male may be that's sort of breaking a barrier. And he says, when we look at history, it's really just the history of white men. And that's not what history is. That's not American history. That's a very specific pocket of history. So when you mentioned something there, it sort of pinged in my mind because I feel this a lot too. And I think that we're in a delicate situation here where you talk about the big bosses wanting to make decisions that say, hey, we are on board with this. We agree that there need to be more people of color. There need to be more women. There need to be more Latinx. There need to be more trans people involved as the voices of sports. But nobody wants to be a token. And I felt that myself. And so how do you how do you sort of navigate that for you? Because I think you're absolutely right in saying, I'm not going to do this just so the big network can say, yeah, look, we checked this box. I'm doing this because we need kids around the world, around the country, in our backyard saying, this is just broadcasting and I want to be a broadcaster like Kate Scott. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a wonderful question, Adam. And obviously, as I voiced in my last answer, it's an internal struggle that I have. But you and I have talked so many times before. The individual, oh, Kate's, you know, the first to call an NFL game on the radio and now going to be the first to call a Warriors game on the radio. That's understandably great for me, right? It's going to help my career. It's great visibility just for me on a selfish, personal level. But really, when I think big picture at my career, and it probably sounds weird for some people to, to think that I'm already thinking about that, but I've been doing this for 15, almost 20 years now. So I am starting to think about, okay, what is most important to me? And while all these things matter because they help my career in the moment, it's really going to be a successful career for me if I can not just kick open a couple of doors, but like go around with a freaking hammer and shatter ceilings <laughs> and knock out windows and doors, not just for, as you were saying, for women or for white women, but just for everybody who up to this point hasn't seen themselves reflected in sports broadcasting, because that is so much more than just women. We are realizing that, I think, hopefully a lot more in the last year, that there is so many sports fans all over the world of all different colors and creeds, and they know sports just as well as the white men who've been calling them forever or talking about them forever, right? So I'm hoping that in these firsts, while they may at times be uncomfortable for me because I understand the people who see them as a token or an insult or checking a box for a big company that wants to pat themselves on the back, I'm willing to take that 
shade, as it were, because I think moments like tonight are so important for the next generation that, you know, it's kind of one of those things that I'm willing to brush off because of how important and the impact I know that it's going to make moving forward when we prove to people, oh, women can do this. Okay, that's going to help the big execs who are still, for a large majority, white men see, okay, this maybe isn't as big of a risk as I thought. I'm going to give more people who I haven't thought about hiring previously a chance. So that's what I'm hoping really happens in the next few years. Well, and that's what prompts like the next wave of not just, you know, broadcasters of different backgrounds, but I'm looking for the, I I was thinking about this actually with you calling the game and I've talked with buddies about this before and and it really came to the forefront of my mind this year when Sarah Fuller, the Vanderbilt kicker, became Mm -hmm. the first woman to score a point in a college football game, which was so cool. And Kim Ng obviously taking over as the the general manager of the Miami Marlins, Alyssa Nacken in the last year. I've been thinking about when we're going to break the barrier of a woman breaking into a, a men's sport. And I think a lot about the NBA, and I think about basketball being the sport, outside of baseball maybe, but because the switch between baseball and softball happens, and shout out my Little League teammate, Ashley Frediani, one of the best players I ever played with, was forced (laughs) to switch to softball. And I remember thinking, this woman should be playing baseball. She can rake. She was one of our best players. She can pitch. And overhand, not underhand, it's a different game. So have you put any thought into that about when we can get, and and I really do think basketball is the sport. I think that we could get a woman who's Mm -hmm. an elite point guard, an elite wing, who could jump into the NBA, who could defend, who could shoot who could play the game with the men and this is part of breaking that barrier i just wonder if you've put any any thought into that to be completely honest adam i haven't put that much thought into it but i love that you have because i think that like people don't realize the importance of male allies when it comes to either women in broadcasting or women playing a sport you know we started to have the conversation a lot more because of kobe's involvement with wmba and rest in peace and it was an interesting discussion because, well, we shouldn't need these male allies, right? People should just want to support us because we're the W. But at the same time, you know, the players, the Sue Birds, the Diana Taurasi, like they realized how much great exposure Kobe and Draymond and Chris Paul and LeBron and, and all of the male NBA players were bringing to the league. So even though maybe it shouldn't matter or you shouldn't need it, we do. They do. So so the fact that we have male allies like you and the basketball players, and we're seeing this in, in really a lot of the other sports now, I think that's going to lead us to potentially maybe seeing a woman playing a man's sport. And again, I think it'll have to be the right person at the right time, and even if they want that, right? Because yeah. one of the things that I'm enjoying so much about the women's leagues is, oh my gosh, they are so much different and so much better than when I played. I mean, I know it's been a long time since I played <laughs> high school basketball down in the Central Valley, but holy cats, the athleticism of these women, the way they're able to spin the ball, where they can shoot from, you know, the development is just night and day from 20 years ago. So I haven't given it that much thought. I don't know when we'll get there, but I got to say, I love that you are thinking about it and care about it so much. That means a lot. It's been on my mind. It has been. Let's talk basketball. Let's talk the game tonight. Warriors, obviously, after the trade deadline, things are a little (laughs) bit different. The roster for the Bulls is looking (laughs) different now. So just sort of big picture wise, this team is like not short of storylines all season long, whether it's off court stuff with Kerr and and media or whether we're getting like directly into into the uh, the well-being of the team itself and the injuries they've dealt with. What do you make of this team? What do you make of the development of Wiseman, the players they brought in this year, the transitioning to the, the second unit now where you've got Jordan Poole out there? What do you make of this team and where they stand right now? 
Yeah, it has been a great season for sports radio. Hasn't it been, Adam? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Like, it hasn't been awful like last season. It hasn't been incredible like the five seasons before. But the roller coaster of mediocrity has given us something to talk about every day on the morning roast. So thank you, Warriors. And to be honest, because of that, like, it's been pretty fun, right? Because I think there was almost, I mean, boring is not the right word, but when your team that was awful for so long all of a sudden makes five straight NBA finals and is so much better than most of the teams they're playing for all of those years. There was kind of a monotony that came from those Warriors seasons, as weird as that sound is, until we got to the playoffs, right? Then things got exciting, and then the storylines kind of pumped up. And then last year was just kind of a lost season because they were so bad and had so many injuries. So I'm loving the mix of Steph and Draymond having to figure out their somewhat new roles because they've always been leaders, but now they're kind of having to figure out different ways to lead because they're the old heads, as the kids like to say. <laughs> and then you've got the new guys like Mannion and James Wiseman, and, and I considered you know Poole and the young guys trying to figure out their roles and how do they fit and do they fit? Are they going to be a long-term solution? So as somebody who always just loves the storylines almost as much as the games played, I've really enjoyed it. I'm so looking forward to tonight. Can I just, on a hilarious personal level please, again, please. screw the Bulls. <laughs> screw the Bulls. Like, I spent the weekend calling hockey back in Boston, so I worked my ass off to try to prep my Bulls board, the little thing us broadcasters look down at yeah, yeah. before I flew out to Boston. Just I might as well rip it up and light that thing on fire after all, all the <laughs> trades they made last week. So on a personal level, I hope the Warriors beat them by 50 tonight. But a lot of storylines because of all the moves the Bulls made, because of what the Warriors have been doing this season. So, yeah, I can't wait for tonight. What are the Bulls doing? 19 wins and they're like going for it, right? Because they can get it as a 10 seed. They're like, what are they making all these moves for at the deadline? It's the funniest thing ever. But uh, hey, if they if they I win know. by 50 tonight, we're going to have to make sure you're on every game rest of the season. Warriors win by 50. You're out there rest of the year, Kate. Yeah, I, don't, I think Tim Roy might have something to say about that. And on that note, I just want to shout out again, Tim and Tom, because I know it sounds silly to people not in this industry that, uh, you know, they're being asked to take one night off. Why is that a big deal? But you work your whole career to get to the point where Tim Roy is to be the voice of an NBA team. And he, he called so many bad games again for so long that there's a lot of people in this industry, Adam, you and I know, who if they had a chance to give a youngster like me one chance, they would say no, yeah. whether it was because they were worried about their job, whether it was because they just didn't ever want to share the mic. There's a lot of people in this industry who are like that. So to Tim and to Tom to step aside for the night, it means so much to Mary and me. And for the Warriors, Raymond Ritter and, you know, Matt Nahigian at the game, for them to want to do this. Like, it took them, again, being allies, wanting to say, hey, let's do one of these broadcasts. Let's show our listeners what women can do. And I know there's going to be a lot of women, but also a lot of guys listening. So again, just thankful for all of those people for giving us this opportunity. It's just fantastic. I'm excited about it. And I I hope, you know, Kate, and I've said this to you before off air, but but I want to say it to you here too. And it's that, you know, I'm a Bay Area kid. I grew up listening to KNBR, listening to you with Gary in the morning. It's part of why I wanted to get into radio, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't inspired or encouraged by you hearing your knowledge, hearing you were a Cal Golden Bear. And I'm like, man, do I have to go to a Pac-12 school? Do I have to, I have to get as smart as Kate Scott to get on the radio? Surely I am not where you are, but I, I look up to you so much. I admire your work so much. And I'm, I'm just so thrilled that this opportunity has come for you and, and that you're going to be a voice for women in the Bay Area, for boys in the Bay Area to grow up to listening to and, and knowing that they can do what you do. And so I thank you for that. It's, it's a huge, huge encouragement to me. 
Well, Adam, that means so much. Also, now I feel even older than I did before we started this conversation. <laughs> now you're the um, old man, and, huh? And yeah. real quick, but for, folks who, but for folks who don't know that Adam and I did work together for a little while back Briefly, at KNBR, yeah. I am just so proud of you, man, because we both know how much of a grind this industry is, the nights, the weekends, that never thinking you're going to get a shot. So I know you're just starting your career, but to see where you've moved from when we last worked together to where you are now, hosting this podcast, being a huge part of the morning show. Like, I am so proud of you, and I can't wait to see what you do next. So keep up the great work, okay? You keep too. You work. too, Kate. I'm just so happy I got a holy cats out of you on the, uh, on the interview, too. That's a, that's, that's a win for me. <laughs> sorry, so. sorry. Everybody hates it when I say that. <laughs> hey, I'm good with Blame, it. Blame I'm good Clovis. with it. I'm good. Anyway, Kate, <laughs> thank you so much. We'll hear you tonight. 95-7 The Game. You'll be on the broadcast, and we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks, Copes. Great chatting. Oh, man, just a love fest on the update today. So great to have Kate back. I hope the update listeners who have been with us since uh, since Kate was the host of the update enjoyed that. And I hope you'll enjoy her tonight, 95-7 The Game. You can hear the Warriors and the Bulls, the first ever all-women broadcast team on a Warrior broadcast on the radio. Kate Scott, Mary Murphy, and Kareth Burke will be a part of the broadcast. And also, shout-out to our own Tanika Smothers, who will be on the engineering team behind the scenes. So, very cool. Congratulations to them. Thank you to Kate. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to you, the listener. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is you're listening to us. We've got plenty of great stuff coming up. How about this? Days away from the start of baseball season. We're going to be getting into that on Wednesday and on Friday. On Friday, we'll have a couple of games under our belt. So we'll talk all about that Giants baseball and A's baseball right around the corner. Stick with us all season long. We'll be bringing it to you right here on the update. But until then, enjoy the week. We'll talk to you Wednesday.